Hey guys, welcome to another Donneron Monologue podcast. We're continuing our series of uh, JRPGs that had the strongest influence in the West. Uh, guys, before we get into it today, I just want to thank uh, our sponsor and longtime supporter of the show, Ashley Luan K. Uh, you can check her out on Instagram at the Minnesota Nurse. That's all one word, all lowercase. Uh, so check out that Instagram feed if you're interested in nursing and things of that nature. She has an awesome one. Thank you again for your support. Guys, uh, today we're going to talk about probably one of everyone's favorite JRPGs of all time, and it's ridiculously easy to get access to today. You can buy this game on Steam, Google Play, Apple, Apple, what is it? The App Store. App, wow, why did I trip over that? The App Store. Um, the Nintendo DS, uh, the SNES. Unfortunately, it did not make the cut for the SNES Mini. No idea why. One of the most important games for the SNES. We're, today, we're talking about Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger has a really interesting story. So, uh, it's the mid-90s. Squaresoft is the king of RPGs right now, especially in the West, because Enix's uh, Dragon Quest series kind of stopped off after four on Western releases. But... Squaresoft kind of held the the reins, and of course, Nintendo owned JRPGs. Uh, Sega was producing their own, which I think are great, but I don't think they're the most influential. Uh, but but Squaresoft was really killing it, and Squaresoft managed to make a game with Enix, kinda, and that is Chrono Trigger. So how they made a game with Enix, kinda, was Yuji Horii eventually made his own production company, and he was a freelance game designer. That just so happened to have a contract with Enix that stated all of the things he does. Dragon Quest has to be released for Enix. Okay. <laughs> so, um, that, that's fine. That's great, right? But he's still technically a free agent. So Squaresoft came at him and was like, hey, we want you to make a game. And if you could, could you convince Akira Toriyama to do the character design? It worked. So, we have a game in our hands. That was, and hang on a minute, uh, I should have done this before I started, I apologize, I'll keep talking while I'm looking this up, just let me look up one thing real quick, but, so we have a game in our hands that incredibly had Hironobu Sakaguchi, Nobuo Uematsu, Akira Toriyama, Yuji Horii, I mean, <laughs> the list goes on and on, and actually I forgot the name of this composer, please just uh, forgive me for just a minute here. Let me look it up just so I remember. Yasunori Mitsuda. Congratulations! Congratulations! Who worked with Nobu Uematsu, and he actually did uh, the lion's share of the work. He, of course, went on to do the beautiful music in uh, Xenogears, and you could tell from the first few songs you hear in Chrono Trigger, you see that distinct song pa song structure. And it's just awesome. It gets stuck in your head. It's amazing. But you had, and this is just a sample of the list of legends that worked on Chrono Trigger. And you just have what is, till to this day, one of the most original and amazing JRPGs ever produced. So, Chrono Trigger uh, sort of is one of the first JRPGs that eschewed the traditional fantasy setting. It is a fantasy setting, but not traditional. So you start off, and you're in the year 1000. And in the year 1000, it's kind of weird because people are still fighting with swords, but they have mi but they have microwaves. They're still walking from town to town, but they have robots. It's weird. And uh, the latest invention at a fair is a teleporter device that everyone's kind of excited about, but it's not like a super big deal. So that sort of tells you the technology level. 
But what makes this game so interesting is you wind up going to different eras of time in this game to solve the issue. Guys, this is so cool the way it works. So most of your side quests involve time shenanigans. You have to go back and do this, so this happens, and eventually you get an airship that not only functions as a Final Fantasy airship, but also functions as a DeLorean. You could travel through time with this thing. So that's pretty wicked. So with Chrono Trigger, like I said before, time shenanigans is a lot of what's going to be going on in this game. That's your side quest and stuff like that. And even in the main quest, you have to do that. And this was back before games had uh, quest menus and map prompts and things of that nature. So a lot of this was just figuring it out. So you, you combine all this with uh, these amazing character designs by Akira Toriyama and the amazing characters, period. The, the cast of Chrono Trigger is beloved still to this day for a very good reason. Um, oh, I forgot to mention, one of the versions of this game is the PlayStation remake uh, for, the, for the original PlayStation. That featured full anime cutscenes. That's pretty cool. But, so, as we, as you progress through this game and as you get to know this game and get to know these characters... Um, these characters' past start to come through. And Final Fantasy VI explored this a lot, and a lot better in my opinion, but because Chrono Trigger is the more popular game, and I'll argue with anyone over that, uh, I think these characters affected us more. And this is really the RPG where we started to learn to love an RPG for its cast. There's, uh, For instance, Persona 5 is the, the better game, objectively speaking, in terms of what we normally judge a video game by, but I still prefer Persona 4 because of the cast. I think the cast of Persona 4 is just way more likable, way more relatable, way more fun. And that's sort of the way Chrono Trigger is. The the cast of Chrono Trigger, even the uh, silent protagonist, that's probably Yuji Horii's biggest influence on Chrono Trigger, I would say, is the silent protagonist. And the reason Yuji Horii has said several times why he has a silent protagonist, and that's so that the character's voice is your voice. And I think that's very important in a JRPG. I think that's something that, I think that's an artistic uh, thing of his that just makes it very, very personal when you play a game that he's influenced um, directly. So, I don't want to... So, Chrono Trigger, it came out of this weird time when JRPGs were just sort of sort of catching on in the West, and I think it just became this sort of legendary game in the West. I It became one that not everyone played, but you knew a few people that played it, and it was incredible uh, for that very reason. It, it's, it came out the same year as Earthbound, and Earthbound and it both sort of occupied this place of, like, you were one of the really cool kids if you played this game. You can find copies of Chrono Trigger in your hometown consignment short store. Uh, I know Evansville, I've seen it come through a couple times at those, but that cartridge is going to be hella expensive because it did not have a free copy with Nintendo Power. It was very very uh, limited in its sales because, again, we just weren't ready for that. Remember, the most popular games were still uh, were still uh, side-scrolling platformers. So RPGs were kind of complicated for the average person. So Chrono Trigger, you still see its influence in uh, JRPGs in the sense that side quests became way more important. Multiple endings... J, uh, JRPGs did not have multiple in, multiple endings really before this game and now it's a very common thing for your game based on choices you make quests you choose to take and in Chrono Trigger when you decide to end the game uh, you can actually beat Chrono Trigger within a half hour of starting the game 
You can. You go to the last boss. And they actually make it possible by another thing that has influenced JRPGs to this day, New Game Plus, where you start a new game with the same level, same items, same equipment as you had when you beat the game last time. You create a special save file after beating it, and you get to start the game like that again. So uh, New New Game Plus, that's another thing that's handed itself down from Chrono Trigger. So most of Chrono Trigger's influence was mechanic. I'll admit that. But also, uh, secret characters. One of the bad guys of the game is actually an obtainable secret character. Now, this was explored in Final Fantasy VI, but it became more popular after Chrono Trigger. And this is unfortunately one of the things that's lost in JRPGs today. We don't really have that. JRPGs have become very hand-holdy in recent times. And while I see what's good about that, I also see what's very bad about that. So, I mean, really, with Chrono Trigger... You guys are just going to have to play it. Like, there's no excuse not to. It's available so many different ways. Uh, I mean, it could be right there in your pocket. That's how I play Chrono Trigger nowadays is on my iPhone. Uh, guys, it's an incredible game. The story, I'm not going to ruin any of the story for you at all because this story will start off so simple and it will take you to so many cool places if you play through it. And, st- and this is back when JRPGs used story as a motivator to keep you playing and grinding so you get to be a better level to keep the game going and it works so well in Chrono Trigger Uh, Chrono Trigger also I think it's kind of good for beginners because there's no uh, overworld battles and there's no randos you have to run into an enemy to fight them and uh, you don't go to a different screen for your fights either you stay in the field which I think makes it feel more realistic and cooler and I think a lot of people would agree with me there I think that's awesome the only other JRPG I can think of that doesn't have overworld encounters is uh, Lunar uh, Silver Star Story uh, Secret of Mana was not a turn-based JRPG. Um, it's an action RPG. But, um, so, uh, yeah. Guys, Chrono Trigger's neat because it wasn't a mana game. It wasn't a romancing saga game. And it wasn't a Final Fantasy game released by Squaresoft. It had a lot of Enix Legends working on it. The Enix Legends. Of course, Akira Toriyama, which I think is the first time here Nobu Sakaguchi got to work with Akira Toriyama, who, of course, was one of his uh, heroes. I mean... Akira Toriyama by 1995. Uh, Dragon Ball ended. Dragon Ball Z ended in 1995. So at the time Chrono Trigger was released, Akira Toriyama was already, I mean, beyond a national treasure. Um, so here Nobusaku Gucci would get to work with him again on the Xbox 360 game, uh, Blue Dragon, which is another really cool game. You should check that out. But guys, Chrono Trigger is just, I mean, it, it's just incredible. I can't, I, I'm, I'm telling you how it influenced the West right now, but this is not the last time we're going to talk about Chrono Trigger. Um, we might do a whole week of monologues about Chrono Trigger and just go into different aspects of it. I, I think that would be cool. Um, because one thing I'm noticing is a lot of these things that I'm doing, I, I'm describing you these things in the subject of the week I'm talking to you about, but a lot of these can become their own week subjects, and that's something I'm very open to doing and very looking forward to doing in the future. So, guys... Uh, if, if you want to hear more of this, if, if, I'm sure a lot of you are looking forward to tomorrow because uh, Super Mario RPG, cult classic, everyone wants to talk about it all the time. So guys, uh, please like, share, and subscribe. Click the bell. That way you know when we're coming on. Uh, you know, Tell your friends about us. Our Patreon and our merch links are still up. Uh, I was actually asked at work the other day about uh, how to buy a t-shirt, and I don't think the guy was being a smartass. <laughs> so uh, guys, those are there. We've got a lot of cool merch. Uh, and the, the thing I'm most excited about though is the Discord. Like, 
join the Discord. Uh, again, in the evenings, we are popping. As we add more people, I'm sure it's going to be all day. Uh, we, we were talking about the big Evo announcement last night. Uh, Evo being done. That's, that's a subject for something else. I'll talk to you guys about that later. But, uh, I mean, honestly, it's been a great way for me to keep up on video game news because we have enough members where everyone's talking about stuff. It's sort of become a one-stop shop. So, guys, the, the Discord link, I tweet it out all the time. I Instagram it out all the time. It, it's a universal invite. It lasts forever. Just join up, man. It's awesome. And, uh, guys, until next time, be safe and have fun.